0: Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast The Pleasure Path. All about love, dating, relationships and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Authentic self-love. Now, what is that? What happens when we don't have that? What's possible when we do? Tune in to hear our special guest, Tamara Logan, a heart set and mindset coach for my clients. And she's going to explain why self-love is way more than a buzzword and how it impacts your relationships. This is something you don't want to miss. I am so excited for our special broadcast tonight with the lovely Tamara Logan. She is a heart set coach that works with me and our clients to help them stay connected to their heart, their femininity, and their sense of self. And we thought it would be amazing to talk about self-love because it's such an important foundational topic and part of any relationship. So Tamara, will you introduce yourself a little bit, like your background and your experience and, and where you live?
1: Yeah, I live in the San Diego, California area, and I have been a life and empowerment coach for women for probably about 15 years, and I was with the Tony Robbins organization as a coach for 10, and so, and I've been working with you for, I think, like a year and a half now, and I love just um, helping women um, just find their their truth in their heart and go for the big things that they love.
0: Yes. I love your vision and all the work that you're doing to help heal and, and connect with so many women. It's so inspiring. And I'm really excited to talk about self love because sometimes when this is missing, no matter what sort of love we get from the outer world, it feels like it's never enough or we feel like we're still looking for something more. And I think that self love is a lifelong journey. It's not just something that's one and done, you know, it's a practice, and it's a devotion to ourselves. And it can be so much easier to take care of someone else sometimes, um, instead of really doing the deeper work to really love ourselves. So yeah, what is what is self love to, to you, Or how do you experience that? Or what are your thoughts on that?
1: I actually love what you said in terms of it being a lifelong journey, because I think it is an evolving process and um, there's always always on that path of love. We're going to experience those parts of ourselves we don't love. And so I think it is a practice and acceptance is definitely the first layer. Um, And then Mm self-love is the deeper journey. Um, I think the word I feel about it is it's essential. It's like a, a fundamental um, just relationship with our self that nourishes ourself, and then it's like my saying to myself is self love for me and then through me so when I have it for myself first then it flows into everything else in my life that I care about
0: I love that metaphor Tamara it's kind of like giving love from the overflow of the love that you have for yourself. And then you're not running ragged. And, you know, I have a hypothesis that it's easier for women to doubt themselves or to lack self-love than men. Maybe I'm just biased because I'm a woman, or maybe it is, you know, the societal and other conditioning that teaches women to put their children first or put their husband first or put, you know, other people's needs first. And, that may be a bogus hypothesis because there are plenty of men who do great acts of service for other people and love so deeply, and and they don't necessarily take care of themselves. Um, but what do you what do you think about that? Do you think there's a difference in your experience, uh, like with men and women, how they love themselves and cultivate this self-love?
1: Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think part of it is definitely our societal conditioning. I see that um, just from a very young age, we're, we're a culture of performance, right? We're, we're rewarded for like performing or getting good grades or being a good girl. And, and so it's like we almost are like conditioned to perform for love. A lot of it, I, I feel. Um and I, I think, you know, I don't know all of this, but I think from a young age, also we're just wired differently. The the females, our brains are bathed with estrogen, which is all about connection. And, you know, men's brains are testosterone, which is results. And so I think, yeah, I think just our wiring is different. And so what um, motivates us intrinsically is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for sharing some of the neuroscience. I love that aspect of it. And it's really important to be grounded in that. And I want to talk a little bit about this journey of self-love that we've both referenced and what we've seen, you know, in the women that we work with, the the transformation that they have and how that impacts the parts of their life. And, you know, I'll share a few stories and then maybe you can share some perspectives as well. Um, What I find is that when a lot of women start the work with us, They have an intellectual understanding of self-love or they have a very um, activity-based view of self-love, you know, like manicures and pedicures or, um, you know, shopping or having good chocolate or good wine. Um, And they might know like, oh yeah, I should love myself, but it's not integrated deep enough so that when they're showing up on a date on the date they're in their power and they're not putting up with, you know, inappropriate behavior. And they're not just walking on eggshells, hoping that he chooses them. Like it's so fun to watch, build their foundation of self-love and then everything else starts feeling more abundant, more men interested in them, more dates, more power, more, you know, income, more promotions at work. Um, and I think it deals with like what you were saying, you know, this connection-based part of ourself. It's like coming home, you know, back to our hearts and back to our bodies, but in a way that's very um, grounded. And I think a lot of times we think, well, we can just say affirmations and that will give us enough self-love. And one of the things I really appreciate about the work that we do with our clients is that it has embodiment. It has a connection back to the body, back to the emotions, not just, you know, a uh, affirmation based thing that kind of wants our mind to control everything. I do believe that the body speaks to the mind and the mind speaks to the body and the heart, you know, the heart flows with all of it. So yeah. What's, what's some of the experiences maybe that you'd like to share about some of our clients journey of self-love and what you, what you notice in our clients.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of times myself included too, my journey of self-love is Definitely, we can have default patternings of like pleasing, appeasing, performing, contorting to whether it's be safe or be liked or um, just, and then comparing ourselves to that perfection standard, that critical voice in our head and always finding self enough. So I definitely think when we um, embody more of self-love, that just flows out. And impacts our self-worth, um, self-respect, self-trust, um, self-empowerment, yeah, valuing ourselves. yeah, which can affect everything, our abundance in our life, our courage to go for things that matter, yeah, and even our resilience, I think that's another thing, like, you know, life presents us with challenges and setbacks and um we get hurt. And I think our resilience is also um, strengthened.
0: In I'm so glad you mentioned that I think emotional and spiritual and mental resilience is key. And even social resilience, having a community of like-minded women who can support you when things are challenging and be an additional layer of, of love and help. you don't have to do it all alone. But if you don't have this foundational piece, then it's it's hard to receive the other pieces, whether it's from a woman or from a man, like in terms of care and attention and devotion and compassion and, and all of that. And I I just want to share something that, that you made me think of about the nervous system. You know, there's an old school mentality that it's just fight, flight, or freeze. But they're finding that the female nervous system is actually also conditioned for please and appease. You know, Rahi, one of our guests, Rahi Chun, who who speaks with us and works with us sometimes and, and talks with the women about the nervous system and trauma and, you know, becoming more resilient, more connected to your pleasure, all of that. You know, he talks about the please and appease and the please and appease is our way of getting out of danger. And then we can process. So we've almost been conditioned as women to please and appease first. And then once we're safe, you know, we cry or we get angry or sometimes we don't, we just kind of numb out a little bit. So I share that because anyone who's watching this, I just want you to know, you know, if you feel that you don't always embody self-love or if you, you know, end up pleasing and appeasing sometimes and afterwards you think, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You know, it's not your fault. It's just something that's going on in your nervous system that hasn't been role modeled or embodied or connected someone to connect the dots for you relationally. Because as much as I love books, we can't we can't get all the way that we need to get in self-love or in any of our deep healing work, our deep transformation, if we're not being held in a container and doing practices and things that help us go deeper than we can take ourselves just on our own reading a book
1: beautifully said
0: (laughs) I'm um I'm curious like whether it's from your own journey or from maybe our clients like what happens when someone starts cultivating more self-love we've talked about it a little bit but maybe share a little bit more of what you've noticed for yourself or the women that you work with
1: I mean, I think just to bounce off what you said and what I um, even said, how it can impact self-worth. I mean, I think it also affects like communication and setting healthier boundaries and asking for what we need and feeling deserving of being worthy of receiving. Um, yeah. And I think it's also just creating a life that's more aligned with our values and our passions and things that matter to us because we believe we're important and that we matter when we love ourselves. So I think those are some of the things I see. And I definitely see in our clients, like, you know, they come a lot of times for self-love or relationship, and then they have these amazing careers that happen or creativity or other things that, you know, that blossom out of that.
0: Yes, it's so fun. It's so fun to watch. I um I also just want to want to share for a moment what's it what it's like if you don't have self-love and there are a lot of different examples and it's not binary like you do or you don't have it but some of the things that I see a symptom of if someone is struggling with self-love is if They're staying a really long time in an unhealthy relationship. That's kind of number one. Um, Or like you said, if they're not going after passions, going after opportunities. Another thing that happens is sometimes people feel incongruent or inauthentic. Like they might feel on the outside. On the outside, they might hear people say, oh, you're so beautiful. Or, you know, you're so great at this. Or you're such a good mom. But on the inside, they might be riddled with guilt or doubt or shame or fear. And I believe from my own experience and working with so many clients that when we're feeling that tension between how the world sees us and how we see ourselves, it can really create this downward spiral where we have anxiety or we have depression or we have a sense of of feeling lost or that the world doesn't understand who we really are. So to me, self-love also goes along with the vulnerability piece like loving ourselves enough to be honest with where we're at and share that with others so we can get the healing that we want and we can get the support we want versus feeling like we've just got to, you know, put on a brave face and some lipstick and pretend that, you know, pretend that everything's okay. I think it's totally an act of self-love to say, you know, I'm actually having a really tough day or this is going on in my life and I need support. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share like what it might look like or feel like if you're, if you're not having the depths of self-love, that's, that's possible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think even just personally, like what I've experienced when I don't have a several, well, level of self-love is I can often lose myself, you know? So it's like, I lose that connection to my own inner compass or inner authority and that intuition. And I lose trust in myself and um, lose myself and what matters. Yeah. And I've seen that also. Absolutely. Sorry.
0: And I do something similar. I start to peg my worth on external things, you know, friends reaching out to me or something going my way or, you know, Jason doing things for me like flowers or other things. And I forget that I'm the source of all of that. And and it's not just dependent on other people because that will always be, in some ways, you know, disappointing because it's it's unpredictable. Um, I think another thing that happens for me is that I blame myself. So if something on the external isn't going well, then I blame myself. And if if I were in a place of really solid self love at that moment. I wouldn't blame myself and I wouldn't blame someone else. I would just recognize, Oh, something is coming up here that needs to be loved even more fully through my inherent wholeness. Like how can I drop in and nurture myself and love myself and tend to that little girl who's, who's getting activated and getting triggered. And how can I step out of my masculine mindset that thinks my value is only based on achievement, like you know, something that you were talking about earlier. So I think everyone on the planet is, I believe, you know, has opportunities to grow in their self-love. And to me, it becomes a almost moment by moment opportunity. I, I catch myself many times a day and think, oh, that's an interesting thing that I'm saying to myself. Like, is that, is that really true? Is that really how I feel? And sometimes I won't catch it, but when I do at least then I can kind of slow down and connect to myself and um, I say that because it's not like all of a sudden it just gets <laughs> like, oh, this is something I'm going to put on the shelf. Um, but it becomes, I think, kind of fun because there's always more opportunities to love yourself and to not judge yourself for that. I think a lot of times as women, we feel, well, if someone else is not having a good day and I can't have a good day, I can't shine my light. How dare I shine my light? Because something, something sad is happening for them. I need to kind of meet them at their level and, Uh, I think there's a way to have an empathy that's nurturing, but like you said, where we don't lose ourselves so that we can really help lift the other person up or at least connect with them with what's going on without feeling like we have to, you know, hide ourselves or feel ashamed because we're feeling, you know, we're feeling good. And as part of my whole mission is like allowing women to feel pleasure, to feel good, to feel connected to their bodies within social dynamics, within relationships, within the relationship with themselves. So Yeah, I just, I'm glad that we shared a little bit about how that shows up in our lives, because it's important.
1: Yeah. Well, I think what you said that resonated also for me, too, is that that level of empathy and compassion for others is having it for ourselves first, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, yeah, because, you know, if we're always measuring ourselves to that perfectionist woman in our head, we're often going to feel like we... You know, doubt ourselves or judge ourselves. And so, having that compassion and kindness for ourselves is so essential.
0: And also, very sexy. I mean, we sometimes think that, you know, we, if we love ourselves, we'll come across as arrogant or egotistical or. Men or people in the world will experience us as being bitchy or selfish or, you know, all this negativity that sometimes comes up when we think about honoring and and loving ourselves. And in my experience, when a woman really loves herself, it's magnetic. You know, you can feel her her flow of energy and her connection to her body and her sensuality and her willingness to speak the truth. And I, I find that we work with women of all different sizes and shapes and backgrounds and ages, single moms, women who are in their sixties, women who are in their twenties. And I've never found an external factor that, you know, predicts their relationship. Like it's always about how far are they willing to go on their journey? How deeply devoted are they to doing the work and showing up and doing the practices and being self-aware and getting coached and doing all of those things. Um, And it's not about the things that society would tell us are important in order to be loved. I mean, this sense of unconditional love that's self-generated. I mean, that's, to me, like the biggest gift in the world. When you have that, anything is possible.
1: Beautifully said. (laughs) Having that that relationship with ourselves. Yeah. It's self-generating, self-renewing. Yeah. And like you said, mm-hmm. it makes us more magnetic. And like, even as you were talking, you were just filled with like light and joy and radiance. And, yeah. It's beautiful.
0: Thank you, Tamara. It's so beautiful to connect with you on this on this really important topic. Yeah. Um, there was another, another question um, that I wanted to mention, which is, you know, we've talked about this, but what are some of the beliefs or the stories that get in the way of people loving themselves. And then how have you and I personally like shifted that? What are some new beliefs we've adopted or how did we, how did we start transforming that at least on a belief based level?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think a simple one that I see, if I go back to that metaphor of having that ideal or perfectionist woman in our head is it's like, I'm not enough fill in the blank. Right? i'm not smart enough i'm not rich enough i'm not successful enough i'm not beautiful enough um so i think those can be often some of that belief that then ripples into i'm not lovable right so hmm. um, and then you want to like a ritual or a belief that i that i do to yeah. grab-
0: give us a window in Give us a window into one of your um, practices or beliefs or.
1: Yeah. Um, well, definitely. I I have my rose quartz heart crystal and then I have a love anointing mm-hmm. oil. Um, so I like senses and beauties. That's one of my values. And so I just actually put the oil on my wrist and my heart every morning and every night and throughout the day too. And I just rub it, and then I inhale, and I say, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then on the exhale, mm-hmm. I am loved. I am lovable, I am loved. And then I love the one um, I got from you. I am safe, I am loved, I belong. And then I also add, like, I matter, or I'm important. Those are kind of some of my key fundamental ones that I do.
0: I can feel the dedication you have to those practices because I started feeling all warm and soft and yummy when you were talking about them. And I can feel how much devotion you have to yourself. And I imagine, you know, that was, that was hard earned. So every time a woman makes time for herself and creates this, this self love, like you've done, you know, it ripples out, it radiates out. I'm feeling it on our video call and I'm sure people watching it are feeling it too.
1: How
0: about you? What do you think? Yeah, some of my, yeah, you know, it feels like it's an ongoing practice throughout the day. It's, a, it's something I do intentionally in the morning with some of the embodiment practices that we teach in the course around connecting your head, your heart and your body. Um, so that if my head later in the day wants to say something negative, I can check in and see, is that really how I feel? And my body might say, no, I feel great right now, you know? Um, or if my heart, heart is feeling too drawn into a situation or wanting to comfort someone, that level of integration into my feminine, you know, power, my head, my heart, my body, helps me to stay really grounded instead of being reactionary. Uh, it can be so easy to be reactionary, but then when we're reactionary, we're normally responding to the outside first, and then there's not, you know, there's never time enough for us. And so, Yeah, the the integration work, the embodiment work, all super important. Having a feminine, you know, based practice and ritual, like you talked about, really important too. And that's why I just really encourage anyone who's watching this, either live or on the replay, you know, if you feel like there's something kind of missing, either the next breakthrough in your love life or having the passion to pursue your creativity and your dreams, or just that sense of congruence and identity of knowing you're a woman of love, feeling like a queen of love, being able to open your heart when you're dating, but still stay really grounded with healthy boundaries. Like if any of that is off, you know, I totally encourage you to just set up time to talk with someone from our team. And we do 45 minute breakthrough the love sessions, which are really pivotal. Pivotal. There are people who after just one call are like, oh my gosh, I feel like my whole life has changed in just 45 minutes. and. I say that because how often do we have someone who's unbiased that's holding space for us? You know, there's only so much that our girlfriends can bring to the table if they're maybe in the same situation or our married friends might have amnesia about what it's like to date. And so during these sessions, you'll get clarity on, you know, what's working and what's not working in your life and maybe what's been getting in the way and also what you want. And sometimes we don't allow ourselves to dream big until someone is holding space and saying, But what about this trip? And what about that house? And what about, you know, Sunday mornings with your husband, with your king? What would that feel like? And so we really offer a way for women to connect deeply to their vision and to their heart. And, you know, if it makes sense for us to work together after the session, we'll talk to you about that. But if not, you know, that's fine too. Like part of the reason that Tamara and I and everyone on our team is so passionate is because we've all lived different facets of this journey within relationships to self, relationships to other, relationships to family and we know that this probably the biggest healing I believe it is the biggest healing force on the planet and it's the next level of spiritual development is to work on ourselves and work on ourselves in relationship with others because that is when all your stuff will come up it's easy to not get triggered when you're on retreat in India for 3 weeks you know and even then sometimes our triggers come up Um, But it's it's an act of great love and devotion to ourselves and the planet, I feel, to be doing this sacred work and to, along the way, you know, have an amazing partnership and have a foundation within ourselves that no matter what happens, we are love, we express love, we embody love. So, yeah, I could go on and on. Um, Camera, is there anything else that you want to add about your journey, about self love, about what you've seen in your clients?
1: Well, I think you captured it really beautifully. And I love how you just highlighted just the importance of integration and that it's a, it's a lifelong journey, that relationship with self. And, and uh, like I said before, just like for ourselves first, and then it flows out. And I think we're just conditioned for it to be external first and we kind of are prioritized last so i think what you said is so beautiful mm-hmm. thank you for doing the work you do
0: <laughs> oh thank you for being part of it and serving so many women i i love it and i'm hoping that we can do more of these facebook lives because there's so many you know opportunities to share and things to share so Again, if you're wanting to to keep the conversation going and get some more personalized attention, then go to violetlang.com forward slash talk, and we'll also put that into the comments. Um, and if you're a part of the program and you're watching this, I'm celebrating for you because you get to work with Tamara and connect with her on a weekly basis and then for your one-on-one calls during the program. So um, it's such such an honor to have you with us knowing all the time that you've dedicated and devoted you know working for tony and tony robbins and doing your own personal practices as well and i always believe that the work that we do is paying it forward for the next woman and so to me it's pretty amazing that you know you and i have both been working on this for decades so that the people that we work with now can have the same massive transformation in like six months instead of you know like 16 years and so and then those women will be, you know, doing things for their families and their friends. And so I also just want to honor, like, all of our teachers and all of the people that we've learned from, too, and, and the women who have who have started on this journey, you know, way before us. So, yeah, thank you to those ladies and thank you, Tamara, as well.
1: Yeah, that was beautiful.
0: Well, much love to you. Thank you all for watching. I look forward to connecting with you soon and have a pleasurable day and and journey of (laughs) self-love. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for tuning in and turning on for Healthy Love because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review if you want more love pleasure and power in your life go to violetlang.com forward slash talk that's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free breakthrough to love call these are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love if that's you book your time now with me or my team